The world is on fire and Joe Biden takes time off on the beach, of course. Corinne Jean-Pierre offers a tutorial on distraction and Kevin McCarthy says all the country's problems wouldn't be problems if he were still in charge. Hello and welcome to another edition of Rob Carson's What in the World? Got a brand new suit on from my designer, Jacques Pinet. Perhaps you've heard of him. Come on in. Let's have some fun, shall we? October the 7th is a day that should live in infamy. It's Israel's 9-11, and yet our mainstream media and Democrat Party have done everything in their power to forget it, especially Corinne Jean-Pierre, who was asked about violent anti-Semitic rallies on campus and in cities around the world that are happening. Her answer, yeah, anti-Palestine rhetoric is on the rise. Level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on. Cute. Outfit, terrible message, and messenger. So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen... Uh, uh, let me just distract until I can find the answer in my binder full of lies. Uh, any credible uh, threats? I know there's been always questions about... Just give me a second here. Yeah, the weather looks pretty nice out there. <laughs> uh, credible threats. Uh, and so... Uh, just want to make sure okay, that lies about Israel, lies about Palestine. Hold on a second. That that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those uh, delightful cookie recipes. That's not what I'm looking. No, 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 no. Received uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate. But no, no, we were talking about the uh, the uh, the Jews actually fueled attacks. Uh, and certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans in Palestine. You see, that's not happening. That's the attacks on the Jews. American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their community. Yeah, they also said that happened after 9-11 against the uh, Muslims, but it didn't. That's a lie. And that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address. Yeah, we need to talk about the Jewish people, though. Yes, uh, just last last Thursday. And so uh, one of the things that the president... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. We're not getting anywhere here. Biden administration official John Kirby says chanting things like death to Israel and from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which are tacit endorsements of Israeli genocide, are completely fine on campus and in cities across America because free speech. There's been an uptick um, on the right among some Republicans who have called for um, students or foreign nationals who are demonstrating uh, in some of these... Yeah, the ones who are saying death to Israel. Pro-Palestine demonstrations or you know, allegedly pro-Hamas demonstrations to have their student visas pulled or faced. Yep, go study over there. What is the administration's remark, uh, response to those kinds of... I don't know, but I'm sure it's going to be uh, pretty weak. Remarks, that kind of rhetoric. I, 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 would just tell you, I would just tell you, you don't have to agree with every sentiment that's expressed in a free country like this uh, to... Um, to stand Just because you're telling everybody to murder the Jews doesn't mean you're doing it yourself. By the the, the idea, the First Amendment and the idea of peaceful protest. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, somebody better tell the Jewish students that, not thinking they're very cool with it. Israel is facing an existential crisis. Case they didn't know, the world is on fire. China and Russia are working together. Joe Biden, well, of course, he's on vacation in Delaware. Derpy derpy do. Derpy derpy do. Is there some pudding around here? I know there's got to be some pudding around here. Hold on. Jill, hold my hand. Wait a minute. What's your name? I'm sorry. Ooh, there's people on a boat. There's some water. 
Yeah, you know, it makes you wonder if this is all because of incompetence or whether it's intentional. I'm kind of leaning into the intentional thing here. 10-7 is Israel's 9-11, yet the United States wants Israel to temper its response. Here's the President of the United States mumbling his way through a question about a possible ceasefire. Uh, excuse me, it's pudding time. I'm out of here. What don't you understand about pudding time? Now, for those of you who couldn't understand, he said, mumble, mumble, pudding, ceasefire, mumble, pudding, ceasefire, mumble, pudding. CBS and 60 Minutes have seriously bedded down with every rhino enemy of Trump you could possibly imagine. Remember the slobbering journalistic makeout session Scott Pelley did with Joe Biden last week? Rarely does a president confront so much peril. He sounds exactly like Sam the Eagle from The Muppet Show. The catastrophe in Israel, the war in Ukraine and no help from a paralyzed Congress. Here he goes, laying on the love gravy. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. It had been a rough week, and we could see it on him. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month, and he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. Yeah, that's an excuse for his uh, dementia. But he wedged us into his schedule. Yeah, what a tight schedule it is. To express his commitment to Israel. Wow, I just threw up in my mouth again. Well, here's 60 Minutes talking to FBI Director Chris Ray. Was the subject about the real terror threat to America? Was it about dozens of anti-Semitic attacks arising around the world? Nah, it's about a crazed man who attacked the Palestinian. We have seen an increase in reported threats, but vigilance is, is heightened. What kind of threats? Right now, just because of the fluid and... Is it from Trump supporters? Because they're the biggest terrorist threat to America, according to you guys. Volatile environment in the Middle East and the ways in which that... Just say it, radical Islam. ...spin out uh, in the U.S. By the time we had gathered for our interview, it had already spun out in the United States. And here he is sitting with a jerk circle. ...United States. In Illinois, a six-year-old Palestinian-American boy was stabbed to death by a man enraged by the attack on Israel. Now, while this is a tragedy, that's kind of like distracting about Israel's 9-11 by making up a story about a hospital bombing in Gaza. Oh, wait. That already happened. This week, Newsmax's own Daniel Cohen got into a scrum with Lindsey Graham, and it made no sense at all. The senator's reaction was entirely uncalled for. Daniel Cohen was simply asking about why Rashida Tlaib was allowed to foment a riot by lying about Israel attacking a hospital in Gaza. Check out his reaction. We are here together not to talk about the problems at home. Oh, I think having a whole bunch of anti-Semitic Democrats in Congress is kind of a big problem. Which are many. It's a fair I've question, I've got my Senator. own view of what to say. You're Look, not going to screw this up. He didn't screw up anything. I'm not trying to screw it Get up. Get this guy out of here. Get the guy out of here? Now, let I me live tell here. You. I'm an Israeli. I want an answer to the question, please. I'm an American. And I am, too. It's almost like he's trying to distract from something. And I believe in free speech. I don't believe... Except for if you're an Israeli reporter. ...what the squad has to say Thank at you. all. But I came here with Democrats and Republicans to let everybody in the world know... Don't judge every Democrat by the squad, and don't judge every Republican by some of the things you hear. I'm thinking a serious chill pill is in order. Coming up, Senator Mitch McConnell says his health is perfectly fine despite freezing out completely like a robot. Stick around.
And we are back. If you get a chance to, during the week, I do a nationally syndicated radio program. I know, three hours with me every day. Kind of terrifying when you think about it. Anyway, if you'd like to know where and when to listen, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen, will ya? Anthony Blinken, our Secretary of State, who orchestrated the fake letter from 51 former Intel officials about the authenticity of Hunter's laptop and helped to, uh, you know, impact an election and all of that stuff, uh, talked about American hostages being held by Iran. Despite giving terrorist state Iran $6 billion for five hostages a month ago, this time, he's serious. As we reported, of course, those two American hostages... That's that brand new host on Meet the Press. What's her name? She's so popular. ...hostages have been released this morning. Hamas has come out with a statement saying they are prepared to release two more hostages. Well, in that case, notify the mainstream media because they believe everything Hamas says. What can you tell us about that? Do you see this as a credible offer coming from this terrorist group? Yeah, no, from the terrorist group. See... Credible and terrorists should kind of explain it. Organization. Well, first, Kristen, we've been working on this from day one, uh, engaged with um, different partners in the region, um, sending clear. Wow, I feel uh, lots of confidence. No, not at all. Messages about the need to immediately and unconditionally release all of the hostages. Or we're going to send them a very strongly worded letter. And it was gratifying to uh, to see that. We'll show Hamas. Um, Judith and Natalie Ronan were released yesterday. I had a chance to speak to them uh, as well. Uh, what about all the Americans who were murdered? There were 30 of them who were murdered. I just wanted to mention that. They were, uh, they sounded um, strong of mind, strong of spirit, but uh, there remain many others. Hostage situation and Democrats in power. Where have I heard this before? Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, fresh from two terrifying health scares where he completely froze up on the heels of an American Senator Dianne Feinstein being worked to death in Congress before our eyes. Mitch McConnell says he's fine and up for the task. People wonder about your health. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm completely recovered. Well, he looks good. Yeah. And uh, just fine. Uh, you and your office. He's like my show. It gets better by the drink, but only if you drink. Felt the need to, to share and disclose some of the details about your health because of some of these public incidents. And Yeah, nothing too personal, though. The doctor here said there was no evidence of Parkinson's disease or a stroke or, or a seizure. Yes, I've got a disease called uh, momentary freeze-up-itis. And I wonder... Is there anything the public should know that wasn't disclosed? No, there's nothing the public should know. Uh, I'm in good shape, completely recovered. I'll see you at the gym then. And back on the job. So does that mean that you think you are able to continue serving? Hey, I'm above the ground. That's good enough to be in Congress. And you want to continue serving here at a time when we are talking about incredible dysfunction in Washington. I think we ought to be talking about what we were talking about earlier rather than my health. Yeah, I'm thinking that health thing probably is kind of important if you're going to serve the American people. Here's the turtle, I mean the mixture, telling us that a bloated aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and the border is actually a boon for U.S. manufacturing, essentially saying that Rosie the Riveter is now working for Vladimir Zelensky. It is all interconnected. And you've said that you believe there is enough oversight of aid to Ukraine. Why hasn't that persuaded some? Yeah, there's no oversight, by the way. Members of the, of the Republican We don't know where the money's being spent. In caucus. If you look at the Ukraine assistance, let's, let's talk about where the money's really going. A significant There are a lot of pockets that money's going into. You know, it's being spent in the United States, in 38 different states. 
replacing the weapons that we sent to Ukraine with more modern weapons. So we're rebuilding our industrial. Okay. That's what President Biden's seeking to do. It's it's correct. No Americans are getting killed. It's almost like, I don't know, the government involved in war profiteering or something. Building Ukraine. We're re- rebuilding our industrial base. Wow, what a great way to build the economy. No, actually, it's terrible. Finally, here's Senator McConnell ignoring the elephant in the room, which is Donald Trump becoming the people's nominee for president. He might as well have said, Donald who? I'll, I'll ask you again. Who can lead the Republican Party, not just in the House, but to deliver on the vision that you are laying out here? Typically, it's the candidate for president when you have a presidential election who becomes obviously the most visible person in your party. You mean like a guy who has a 40-point advantage over the other candidates? And we don't know who that's going to be yet. I think we have a pretty good idea. In the meantime, we have divided government. We have a job to do. And we're doing everything to prevent Donald Trump from being the candidate. The election's not until next year. Dabbling in the presidential election is something I'm just not going to do. I don't think it's productive. Donald Trump formerly registered in New Hampshire this week, then went on to give a stump speech. Now, I'm a comedy writer by trade, and i got to tell you, there's never been a candidate who can riff like Donald Trump. Check out this improvised rave by Donald Trump. You could sit at open mic at improv and never see something this good. I mean, seriously, check it out. Actually, not so serious. It's funny. A lot of bad reasons. Crooked Joe can't even walk up the children's stairs in Air Force One, you know? And here's the setup. Now, doesn't that look terrible? You see a man come, you want to see a man walk out, or a woman, walk off Air Force One. Could be both, who knows? Nice and high, waves everybody. This guy goes through the little stairs. We call them the children's stairs. And now he's made it a common... We call them the whittle stairs. Just because he can't quite make it up or down. I think he has a bigger time making it up. Usually that's it's supposed to be easier. I don't know. I've gone down some stairs before, but not in the way that Joe Biden has. Let's not even think about it. Or find his way off a stage. He can't find his way off a stage. Here we go. You ever see the... Makes a speech, if you call it that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, thank you. Good night, everybody. Make sure to tip your bartenders and waitresses. Yeah. Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who signed a contract to become Speaker of the House and literally fulfilled none of the tenets of that contract and was summarily fired, says all of the world's problems would not exist if he were still Speaker. Did I mention he didn't do much as Speaker? Would you support oh, yeah, linking aid clear. to Ukraine to Israel? Would you support linking aid to Ukraine to aid for Israel? No, because I wouldn't want I would not want to delay any aid for Israel. I would have already sent aid to Israel. When I if I was still speaker today, I would have done a number of things. We wouldn't even be talking. Well, why didn't you do them while you were the speaker? Talking about it today. First and foremost, I would have made China still our enemy, southern border still open, spending is still out of control. Sure that no longer are we paying for American hostages. Those are all things you promised you'd do. Just that there would be consequences for any American and no one's going to get left. I guess you suffered some consequences when you didn't do what you said you'd do. You got fired. I would have already sent the aid to Israel. I would have stood up to the anti Semitism that's coming across the. And I would have gone up to Vladimir Putin and just gone. 
dial. The lies that are being said by the Democrats where Hakeem just says there's no statement. I would have made sure that we had... I would have kicked sand in the Ayatollah's face. ...at our own border that we don't have any sleeping cells here. That we would actually stop these terrorists. The only sleeping cells we have are in Congress. I mean, they're literally sleeping. ...coming across yeah. our own border. And we also could have had world peace. Darn it! Coming up. Speaking of comedy, Liz Cheney thinks that the American people want her to run for president. <laughs> I know, I know. <sighs> Stick around. are back if you get a chance to check out all the great newsmax podcasts you know podcasting kind of a big deal right now we've got uh, all sorts of podcasts available including the rob carson show which is my national radio show if you'd like to check out all of the podcasts that newsmax personalities have to offer all you got to do is go to newsmax.com slash listen how about that okay congressman kevin mccarthy got a little passive aggressive with the guy who investigated his firing as speaker of the house because he didn't do what he said he would do matt gates meow why isn't that enough to have already gotten a speaker in place holding the gavel why should it be any different now with tom emmer well it's because people like matt gates said the same thing about jim jordan last week <laughs> <laughs> Silly people, they're so beneath me. <laughs> Why would it be the case that I'd still be in the job? <laughs> Unfortunately. Let it go, Kevy. Just reapply somewhere else. Taco Bell's hiring. Uh, we have eight people led by Gates that put something... Don't forget the fire sauce this time. ...different in their belief. They, I don't know why they would follow Gates about his ethics complaint. I don't know what's... Bitterness. In it's not just for cooking. I legally can't be involved in it. it. must be rather serious to put this much jeopardy into this nation. Here's where he's going to do the meow. I would have hoped that everyone would come together with their put the put the country I'm laughing at these people before the politics and actually solve this Steve Scalise would have done an excellent job I supported him Jim Jordan would have I just know this is not a time to play games completely irrelevant righto Liz Cheney who embarrassed herself as a January the 6th kangaroo court committee participant for some reason was not embarrassed enough to show her face in public to make another appearance on face the nation once again taking a shot at who else Donald Trump. What is the vision for it? Is there anyone who can lead? Is, a, is he an alternative? Look, I think what you're seeing right now in, among the Republicans in the House is a direct result of the decisions that Kevin McCarthy made to uh, embrace uh, Donald Trump, to embrace the most radical and extreme members of our party. No, it's just America first. Yeah, that's it. Um, so it's not a surprise that we are where we are. Gee, somebody should tell her that Cheney, Ryan, McConnell, Romney, Bush wing of the Republican Party is dead. Somebody should send her a condolence card. She clearly hasn't heard yet. The usual dour, unhappy, uptight Liz Cheney did have time for a bit of humor, albeit accidentally, when she was asked, seriously, wait for it, about deciding whether or not to run for president. <laughs> I know, I know. This is good. Um, when will you make a decision about whether you want to run for president of the United States? Well, the American people already have, and they say, oh, no. Well, what I am doing uh, right now, what I will continue to do, is very much focus on making sure that we get people elected at all. And being totally irrelevant. All levels 
who are serious. Asking Liz Cheney if she's seriously considering running for president is like asking asphalt if it's going to become a popular ice cream flavor. Not going to happen. No, not going to happen. Bill Maher and Joe Rogan have uh, been taking a decidedly right-of-center, pro-common-sense approach to the abject absurdity the American left has perpetrated on the American people, from transgender nonsense to CRT in schools. Both Maher and Rogan seem to have seen the light. That or the world has become too stupid to bear. Here's Bill Maher admitting what we've said for decades, that higher education is a clown car of indoctrination and leftist nonsense not worthy of any of our support. In fact, here's Ivy League educated Bill Maher saying of college education, don't bother. And finally, new rule as an Ivy League graduate who knows the value of a liberal education, I have one piece. I think he gets his hair gel from the same place Gavin Newsom does. Of advice for the youth of America. Don't go to college. <laughs> what? And people are applauding in his audience. And if you absolutely have to go, don't go to an elite college, because as recent events have shown, it just makes you stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Don't forget in debt. Lots of debt when you graduate. I got nothing against sending your kid to a college, but if your college embraces CRT, transgender nonsense, woke nonsense, or anti-Israel, anti-Semitism, probably want to send your kid somewhere else and maybe stop sending them money. That's going to do it for the show this week, guys. I greatly appreciate you joining me. If you get a chance to check out my radio show during the week, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen for all of my affiliates, times, and other details at Newsmax.com slash listen. Have a glorious week. God bless you, our first responders, our uh, police and firefighters, our military serving and retired, living and deceased, the people at Israel, yes, Israel, the United States, the unborn, oh yeah, and you guys, and until next week, don't catch the stupid.